And we are back once again with Inside Sports Fantasy Football. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Inside Sports Fantasy Football, the pop culture cosmos, and the Lakers fast break, welcoming you to another edition of the show. Cannot thank you enough for listening to us and getting a heads up for your fantasy team out there. Another great weekend of action in the NFL. And here with me to break it down once again, Well, last week we were hoping he was going to come on the show, but he was so excited over the game last week in Green Bay. You know, I I could tell he just wanted to go ahead and focus on that. And that's the commitment he has to the NFL. But he's back this week talking some great stuff for you fantasy football team owners out there. It's Chris Sardieri from Inside Sports. Chris, glad to have you back on the program. Gerald, thanks for having me and for understanding. All kidding aside, I think I was more irate with the Packers play calling late in that game. But yes, I, I was trying to do my homework. Fair enough. Fair enough, indeed. That's okay. That's okay. I've got Aaron Rodgers as my backup QB, and he's doing okay. He's not too bad, but not at the level I think I'm used to. It's just I may be expecting too, too much when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, maybe. It's just I know his wide receiver course are, are kind of depleted at the moment, and I know his offensive line is not the greatest, but still, he's got nice numbers. It's just not the outstanding, eye-popping video game numbers I'm used to seeing from Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, exactly, and I feel like, too, especially with a new coach and a new offense, they're growing pains. We've hit the first quarter mark of the NFL season. Hopefully, those kinks get worked out, but yeah, I think he'll come around inevitably. I mean, the uh, the good news is at least the Packers have a defense, so he won't be playing from behind constantly or getting battered even like he has in previous seasons. This is true. This is true, my friend. So if you've got Aaron Rodgers, I would suggest holding on to him. Like I said, the scores that he's been getting have not been outstanding. They've been pretty solid, and they've got a really nice, well-rounded team. Pretty solid works for a lot of people out there possibly even look for him halfway or even the latter part of the season to start gelling with his offense and and getting those numbers even higher going forward. But I'll tell you what, my friend, it's going to be a great weekend in the NFL. Looking forward to week five, a lot of great matchups, but I know there's a couple in particular you're looking forward to that you think fantasy team owners should target. I want to hear from you now. What are those games that you're looking forward to the most? Looking at the L.A., formerly San Diego Chargers against the Denver Broncos, the Broncos have really gotten off to a rough start. Now they've lost one of their top defensive players, Bradley Chubb. This is a team that's reeling. They come into the city of Carson to face the Chargers in a glorified soccer stadium, and I think that (laughs) bodes well. I think that's going to bode well for the Chargers offense, Uh, whether it be Austin Eckler Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, you name it, even Phillip Rivers. I think this is a week where they could really put up some points against a team that had a once formidable defense, but it looks like now that's not the case. And and, and my, my logic is this. Gardner Minshew, nothing against him. I think he's a great story coming off the bench for Nick Foles. But when he's driving the the ball down the field in Denver against that defense, you know Phillip Rivers, a veteran experienced quarterback with a lot more weapons, should be able to do the same. Well, I would say this, my friend. It's one of the jokes that I had lined up for you on last week's program because I was noticing the ticket prices, and I noticed the Los Angeles Chargers and the LA Rams had the two games that had the lowest prices by far for sale out there. I thought it was kind of amusing, so I thought I'd point that out to you. I mean, you could have literally gone to both games for $25, literally gone to both games for $25 if you wanted to, so that was kind of funny. I just thought I'd point that out. It was right there for you. I was just like, ah, he wasn't here for me to tell the joke. (laughs) I'm so bummed. But I will say this. 
the Los Angeles Chargers of Carson, as you and I have coined the term for them, similar to what the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim have tried to do. I'll tell you what, they're still a very solid team. I know when I've spoken to my good friend Jason Dutch from Voice from the Underground, we think at this point in time, as far as from a fantasy standpoint, maybe not a talent standpoint, but a fantasy standpoint, Keenan Allen is the best wide receiver option in fantasy football today. Yeah, I've got to say he's the most consistent. You look at a Julio Jones and he'll have some great weeks and like he did against the Eagles and then he'll do nothing like he did this past weekend. You know, to, to kind of not get into the weeds too much, the statistical term, he's got a much better standard deviation. He's more steady. I have him on one of my teams. And frankly, every week when I just peek through like the projections or the rankings, he's easily a top three wide receiver. But I, I've got to agree with you. And I think, too, uh, Rivers always manages to find a way to get the ball to him, kind of like Jared Goff has been this season with Cooper Cup, although uh, that game didn't end as well Thursday night. But I, I do feel that those two clearly have a rapport. Absolutely. I agree with you on that. Kind of a funky way to end their evening on Thursday night, but still three and two, not quite what they were expecting, I think, in Los Angeles after what happened with the Super Bowl. But again, with the Los Angeles Rams, their offense has not gelled to the point where I think it needs to get to. Plus, their defense is a little softer than it was this time last year. So hopefully they'll be able to rectify that, at least as far as from a Los Angeles Rams fan perspective there. I'm not one of them, but I know LA Rams fans are out there hoping that that's going to be the case because, yes, they're 3-2 and two now. They could easily shake things up and go on a string, I think, with the kind of offensive weapons that they have. And if that's the case, that would be a good sign for fantasy football owners going forward. But still, you got a team that's there that can score almost 30 points on every single occasion that they're playing. So if you've got a, someone on the Rams – I suggest keeping them or maybe even looking to trade them for valuable assets to help build a better team around you. Yeah, and I think, too, even with them struggling now, Sean McVay will get it figured out. I know they definitely had some issues on the offensive line. Goff hasn't looked the same, but we're five weeks in. I think they play in a winnable division. I, I think the you know having kind of a mini bye week here, they'll have an extra few days off because they had the brutal Thursday night game. I think that'll help as well. And and things will turn around. Will they be as high octane as last year? I don't know, but I do like your advice of potentially trading someone. Although I will say, hold off, see what happens with Brandon Cooks. If you're a Robert Woods or Cooper Cup owner, hold on, because those guys might be getting more ball if Cooks misses any sort of significant time here. That's true. That's true indeed. Once again, I'm talking to Chris Sardieri from Inside Sports. you got to catch his upcoming show with Charles Smith Jr. coming up very soon in the near future right here at Inside Sports. My friend, I got to talk to you about what other games that you're looking at for week five of the NFL. I know there's some tantalizing matchups out there for fantasy team owners. I'm going to do a little bit more of a deep dive and judging by the way it performed last week, you may think I'm a little crazy, but I'm basing this more on the awfulness that is the Cincinnati Bengals. I think Kyler Murray is worth the start if you're looking for a quarterback streamer or maybe you've got him on your bench. I think this is a week where he could emerge even on the road. Mason Rudolph and the Steelers on Monday night really had a nice game against that defense, and I don't see why Murray couldn't easily do the same. He ran for a touchdown last week. I think that's kind of a hint of things to come with him as well as a dual threat offensively. If you're looking, struggling, maybe uh, you're a Cam Newton owner or you've got a Another quarterback that's not producing, I think he's worth a shot this week. You're going to do it. The Bengals, I wouldn't say they're as bad as the Dolphins, but looking here four weeks in on a week-by-week basis, 
and quarterbacks that go up against them seem to do pretty well. So I don't think it's that crazy of a, of a decision. I agree with you on your assessment of that. I really think that's uh, some sound reasoning. And if anybody wants to go ahead and and do that, please go ahead and make sure your team is lined up for that matchup because it probably will make some great dividends for you. I think another game that I'm looking forward to is Atlanta at Houston. And the reason why is Houston, which has actually kind of struggled in the past couple of weeks since a big week one for fantasy team owners. I think they're going to come out strong for week five. I think because Atlanta is not the greatest team right now in the world, they're kind of hit hard times. So in doing so, I think that's going to open up a sign, especially at home for Houston, for Deshaun Watson, for DeAndre Hopkins, for even Carlos Hyde to find some room in the defense to go ahead and make some good yardage, some good points, and possibly a nice big score for you. So I think that's my tip as far as for a game to watch for you fantasy team owners out there. But did you have any more games in mind coming up for week five? If you're looking to stream a defense, and I know uh, in some leagues, I even saw it in one of mine, the Eagles are going up against the Jets. Look, even if Sam Darnold plays, I really don't think he's going to be in game shape or very effective. If he doesn't, that's even better if you've got the Eagles defense. So looking to just grab one off of waivers if they're out there, um, I think that's a pretty safe bet. The Jets have been playing terribly. They, they missed Darnold, which is ironic. But you know, I never thought I'd hear this, but they're talking about whether his uh, the size of his spleen would reduce. That's uh, one of the effects of mononucleosis. So yes. not to, I'm not a doctor. I just play one here on the podcast. And I, <laughs> even if he does play, I, I really I think the Jets are are a mess. I mean, were it not for the Dolphins, they'd be cellar dwellers in the AFC East. You stayed at a Holiday Inn last night. <laughs> if only. If only, if only. <laughs> we may be headed to the replay booth, but we'll be right back with Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. I see the potential for basically like another Netflix kind of paradigm shift where here comes this other major player. They have a ton of resources. Apple could change the way that entertainment is consumed. They say it's the only time this year that you'll have stars from each brand battling each other. And we know it's not going to be the case, but they like to say that and more power to them, I guess. Well, it's a big first step bringing all those superheroes together. There were definitely some parts of the movie that I that I really enjoyed. And then there were some parts that I thought just kind of fell short of expectation. Part of it has to be something to do with how it's being promoted. And this is a thing where audiences do not agree with critics. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse, every week on Apple Podcasts. And over a dozen of your favorite streaming and podcasting options. Yeah, I guess in a large spleen, it happens as a residual side effect of mononucleosis, especially with the activity that he's going through. And I believe in comments today, he mentioned that he would not put his life at risk because, you know, all it takes is one slice of the spleen and <clears throat> there you go. So... You know, maybe a cleat the wrong way or what have you, you know, from a 300-pound lineman or whatnot. So I don't think they're going to put him at risk, at least this week. I think maybe next week at the earliest is going to be the time that we'll see Sam Darnold. But even in that case, there's going to be some time for him to get back into the flow of the offense. And even then, it was still kind of shaky whether or not he's going to be the answer long term. I'm hoping he is as a USC Trojans fan, but I will say – Sam Darnold right now has to go ahead and get healthy first before he goes ahead and gets healthy on the field or for fantasy team owners. Because right now, most fantasy team owners have moved on from Sam Darnold for at least this season. 
But there are other young quarterbacks out there that I think people need to look at or take a chance on because many of those quarterbacks are still on the waiver wire. So I want to hear your thoughts, Chris, as we close out the show and close out the program on your thoughts on who are the best options out of this bunch. Daniel Jones, Gardner Minshew II, Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, Josh Rosen, or Josh Allen. You can even throw Mason Rudolph, but he's not going to be the long-term answer after this season, at least in Pittsburgh, as far as that's concerned. Yeah, I agree. I think Jones is worth a look, but you've got to be careful with him and look on a week-by-week basis. They play the Vikings this week. We've got a pretty good defense, but I think it's still a fairly favorable matchup with the way the Giants have looked offensively. But then you look in the coming weeks, and they go up against the Patriots, for instance, and then they're going to start facing the Eagles and the Cowboys of the world, and I think they're really going to expose him for the rookie that it is. Nothing against him, but they've got far more stout defenses than what he's seen so far. Of all of them, as I mentioned earlier, I really like Murray. I think the team's atrocious, but atrocious team does not always make for a bad fantasy football play. Deeper dive, I really like the way Minshew's played. And if you, you've got him out there on waivers in your league, I think you grab him. There's talk coming out of Jacksonville that even if Foles does come back healthy, that the poor guy may end up losing his job, that he's playing well, his teammates really like him. He's got a grasp of the offense. He's got kind of this chip on his shoulder. He bounced around a few schools in college, just kind of me against the world mentality. And I think it's paying off. With Allen in Carolina, I think he's kind of interesting too. My fear there is other than McCaffrey, if you stop him, I don't think he has the weapons. I think Minshew's got a better cadre of receivers around him, Westbrook and Shark, for instance. So uh, I think those are the ones you look at. Really, other than that, Josh Rosen, I feel bad for the guy playing for the Dolphins, but he's got absolutely nothing to work with. And like you said, I think Rudolph's intriguing if you're really struggling or on a bye week. But again, it would have to be against a, a team like the Bengals or someone with a really weak defense. So kind of in that order. I'm going to throw another name out there. I managed to find him on waivers. And it's a little trick now that we're heading into bye week season. Someone put Jimmy Garoppolo on waivers because he was on the bye last week. And I was able to snap him up early Wednesday morning. It's a guy like that, if, if someone doesn't have the roster space or do their homework with their bye weeks, you can pick someone up like that. Even a Jacoby Brissett we've talked about previously. Stash them on your bench because the way quarterbacks are falling here in the first quarter of the year, you never know. You may need a Garoppolo in the second half of the season. And as we saw a few years ago, he can get hot. Actually, I like your assessment on Jimmy Garoppolo because it can turn around right away for a player like him. I think if he gets on a hot streak – I think you can see another two, three-game stretch where he becomes at or near the top of the quarterback rankings list. It's just he's not consistent, in my opinion, but still he has those two, three, even four-game stretches where he is just unstoppable out there and can really make it for a fantasy team out there that a team owner can just ride his success for at least a three, four-game period. But as soon as there's any sign of, of inconsistency, they need to get off of Jimmy Garoppolo as their starting quarterback right away. Yeah, definitely. Stash and, and just wait for the right moment. Absolutely, my friend. Well, again, it's been great talking to you. Any last thoughts on week five? Do you have any other matchups you want to talk about? Any other games that you're thinking of for this weekend in the NFL? Yeah, I, I do think one team that impressed me has been the Saints, especially from a defensive perspective. So I think that's another team that's been out there in some leagues on waivers. While I think the Buccaneers really stunned the world by coming into the LA Coliseum and just spanking the Rams, I think they're due to come back down to earth. And I, I feel as though the Saints have a pretty stout defense this year. And then the, the Green Bay-Dallas game, while I do think that makes for a compelling watch Sunday afternoon, 
I'm not sure if we're going to see the offensive output that we've seen in other matchups between these two teams. I feel like both teams' defenses are kind of, I don't want to say unheralded, but they're they're better than they've been in the past. So that's the kind of game where I feel like Green Bay's got some injuries and Aaron Jones really hasn't been able to establish the run at times this year, and, and Dallas has been pretty good about stopping it. You may want to lean back on some of those players where you think, should I have them in the lineup? Just hunt, just a hunch here. I feel like it might be one of those lower-scoring affairs, so don't expect a whole lot of offensive output from any players you have on either of those sides. Yeah, that sounds like something I would go along with as well, especially being here in Vegas. Probably would lay the under if it were <laughs> something to go along like that right now, so... Yeah, that said, watch it be another, you know, 38-35. Shootout. Or classic, yeah. <laughs> you know, always the opposite of what we say. So <laughs> such is the life of sports and yes. sports analyzing. So, But my friend, I know you've got some good stuff coming up with Charles Smith Jr. as far as inside sports. Can you give us an update before you head on out as far as what's going on with inside sports? Yeah, so uh, we're about to dust it off and get the shows up and running. This show is going to be a, a lot more of the kind of week-by-week -week analysis, and then we're also going to give our picks. Charles loves the over-unders. I like to pick a dog every week. And then, too, just kind of throw around the hot topics of the day and debate those as well. There are no fake debates on this show. Charles doesn't have to pick point A, and then I necessarily disagree with point A. Um, we're, we're pretty genuine about it, so looking forward to it coming up. Once again, that's Inside Sports. You can hear it when it comes out. And we'll keep you updated as well right here on the Inside Sports Fantasy Football channel. Also as well, when Inside Sports comes back live with Chris and Charles and all the gang as part of Inside Sports. Well, my friend, it's been great talking to you once again. Looking forward to another great weekend in the NFL. I'm glad to have you back on board. I know you're excited about what's going on with this weekend in the NFL as well. Just can't wait to be talking to you next week. Any last thoughts on the way out? Yeah. For those of you kind of monitoring, announcing teams, things like that, I don't know a heck of a lot of people that like Joe Buck, but good news for football fans, he's going to be off doing baseball games soon. So we won't have to endure much of him through the remainder of October. So there's some room for optimism for NFL fans. That's true. And that could lead to a really hairy situation for him. So <laughs> sorry, pardon the pun. Yeah. Well played. Well played. Well played indeed. Well, from once I did it anyway. So, you know, <laughs> what can I say? All right, my friend. Always great to have you on the show. Looking forward to talking to you next week about more great fantasy football. If you have a question for us, you can always go ahead and let us know at Inside Sports FF on Twitter and also as well, isfantasyfootball at yahoo.com. That's isfantasyfootball at yahoo.com as well. Well, my friend, it's been great talking to you. Another great week in the books coming up for week five in the NFL. Just looking forward to it as always right here at Inside Sports Fantasy Football. <laughs>